Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. We are continuing our series, the questions from a rookie pastor, myself, Pastor Matt, to the veteran pastor. Hey, hey. Pastor Adam. I'm here. I'm here. Number, what, what number We're is this? We're on episode 106. This is question 10. Episode 106, question 10. We've done 10 of these questions already? Yes, we're rolling. Man, we are killing through these things. I've been taking it easier on you the last couple, too. Yeah, you did. You did pretty good. After that one, yeah. that one, there was one here two episodes ago or so that was... Uh, would your I don't know if I can word it right, but it was something like, uh, and I told Matt I was like before he asked the question he was going to ask it a couple weeks ago and I was like no I don't want to do that one yet let's just hold off I'll answer just give me a couple weeks. Um, it was like would your wife say that you have placed her above the ministry, um, which was a nice positive way of asking that question and of course my answer was no she would not say that. Um, so it was pretty brutal. So you've been yeah. pretty, you've been a bit easier on me on the last one than um, yeah. I think you're easier on me today, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to have some fun you're, today. Have some fun. Yeah, All I'm right. going to let you go into your favorite things to do. So, so this is the tenth one, and we're just, you know, we just think this will help. That's yeah. why we're doing this. Like everything about this podcast is to help us in our messy walk with Jesus, because you can be real. The walk is messy. It is tough. We screw up all the time. We're stepping off the road. We're we're stepping into mud puddles, right? You know, I mean, we're stepping into dog do on our walk with Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it's just how sure. it is, right? And so it's a messy walk. And so we're just trying to be helpful. Like, so there's no part of this podcast that's anything except to be helpful. Mm-hmm. We ain't getting no money from this at all. There ain't no sponsors. There, <laughs> there there's nothing. Um, it, it, nothing. And so um, anyway, other than the other than me getting an opportunity to talk. That's not scripted like a message, right? And yeah. something I report. Other than that, which is helpful to me, but other than that, I mean, this is just to help you, me, anybody in that messy walk with Jesus. So that's we just good. we just think that it'll be helpful. That's why we've been doing these questions because we think no matter where you're at as a Christ follower, you're called to serve in the body. So in any capacity, whether that's just you are serving, or whether that means you're a leadership position, or whether that means you are. Um, influencing in your workplace or whether that means you're leading a ministry or leading a church, whatever it may be. Um, I think these things help. And so, you know, it, it always helps. Doesn't it help to get advice from somebody further along than you? Yeah, it yeah. does. You know what I mean? It's great so advice. I think it helps um, for sure. And by the way, just so you're just, just in case anybody's wondering, I'm not considering myself the expert. Um, there are plenty of people in my life who are further ahead than me that I'm doing this exact same thing with. Yes. Um, just not on a podcast. So, um, rookie pastor, Matt, fire away. <laughs> Number 10, what you got? Today I'm going to give you a fun one because I know, I know you love to read. So I do love to read. Yes. And you've already bounced plenty of books off of me and, and I, I feel like I've got a stack full since I've started. I gave out two books last night to somebody I met with right <laughs> off the shelf. Now, and bad thing, it was one of my hand up to him. I was like, no, ignore my notes because I like to write in my books. Um, I don't like electronic books. Yeah. I like paper books because I want to write in them. I want to fold the corners down. Some of you just went, <gasps> because some people are crazy about folding corners. They think it's like 
desecrating the book. My oldest daughter's like that. Like she she was she was trying to mark a page the other day and she was looking for something. I said, just fold the corner down. And she was like, No. Oh my god. <laughs> I do not fold the corners down in my books. I want them to stay nice and neat. And I was like, why? You just gonna when you finish with it, you're gonna throw it on the shelf. You know, but I like to write in mine. So I handed out two books last night. One of them was a brand new copy that I give out all the time. So I just keep new copies in the office. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was one that I have written written in person. So I hope I didn't write anything. That they'll be able to decide. Well, you may give him some good advice in the yeah, book. Yeah, it might be something bad. I don't know. Nobody <laughs> write anything about my wife in there, and I'll get in trouble. Yeah, but we just but it might pretend. be advice they need for theirs. Yeah, <laughs> we just pretend like she, she's not going to listen to this. So, uh, <laughs> and I don't know if she listens to it or not either. To be yeah. honest with you, um, if I was her, I wouldn't listen to me. So yeah. uh, well, <laughs> she probably doesn't. But anyway, I like books. Yes, so yes. go for it. All right. So, what's some books? I would say book or books that you like other than the Bible. Um, that you like to invest into that yeah that have been influential to yeah, me or whatever um, so there's a few that if I had to go alright what are the main ones that have influenced my life the most other than the Bible um, I got some for you so if I had to pick just one and I'm not going to pick just one by the way I'm going to give you some more but if you made me pick just one just one book that influenced my life other than the word um it's an easy pick for me. Or, um, some of you have heard of this before. If you have not heard of this before, you should buy this. And by the way, I think we'll, when we're done, we'll when this episode's you know live, we'll throw on social media all these books. Yeah, that'd right? be good. And so everybody knows them or whatever. We'll try to stick them in the show notes too, in the description that you can read on your phone right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if I had to pick just one, some of you are gonna know this book. This is a this is one of the um, it's a big seller. It's been around a long time. Um, the title of the book is Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Uh, Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl was a Holocaust survivor. Mm. And um, the book is phenomenal. And we've referenced a couple We've referenced a couple on here already. Like Olivia was on. My oldest daughter was with me on an episode, you know, 10, 20 episodes ago. And uh, she referenced a book. That was Night by Lee Wiesel, which is another Holocaust type book. But this one's different. This is this is the most influential book in my whole life, other than um, the Word, other than mm-hmm. the Bible. Um, as a matter of fact, a couple of days ago, Valerie was she she's been getting me. Valerie is uh, my wife is a um, current um, divinity student at Duke, and so. They'll be getting rid of books out of the Duke Divinity Library, oh. the theological library. They'll just get rid of books that you know nobody's using anymore or whatever it is. And so she'll grab. She'll be like, Could "I be got good you. Finds. Yeah, she'll be like, "I got you this. I got you this. I got you this. You know, I don't know if you can use it. I don't know if you know." Almost everyone she brings me, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll take that." Or oh, I used to own this. Thank you. Um, and in the in the box, uh, just a few days ago, was "Man's Search for Meaning" by oh, Victor Frankel. And she was like, "Have you ever read this?" I was like, "Honey, this is this is the greatest book." in the world to me other than the Bible. Mm. Um, and she was like, oh, I need to read it. I was like, oh, yes, you do. I think everybody needs to read it. And so um, Victor Frankl it, was a Holocaust survivor. He is also was also a psychiatrist, um, and he was obviously Jewish. And so um, in the book, he's describing um, obviously his – the journey in the Holocaust, but it's written into two different parts. And so what's really happening in the book is he's talking through his psychotherapeutic method, um, 
which involved, which he's, he's formed from all these life experiences, um, you know, trained psychiatrist, um, of identifying a purpose in life that you feel positive about, like you grab a purpose and then you, you just continue to imagine that, that outcome coming out. So this is, it's like therapeutic process that he used. And so, um, according to him, the way a prisoner imagined the future. So a way, and he saw this play out live, the way that a person's mindset was about the future, it affected their longevity in the Holocaust camp. Um, mm, that makes sense. pretty intense, right? That so is. in other words, when they, when they gave up hope when they didn't, so it's all about hope. Yeah. Um, and so part one in the book um, is sort of his analysis of his experiences in the concentration camp. And it's brutal. Um, it's I brutal. Imagine. And then part two is where he introduces this idea of meaning and this therapy he calls logotherapy. And logotherapy is this idea of striving to find meaning in life um, is, is the primary thing that you do. So the primary thing we're doing in life is striving to find meaning. And then it is also that this idea of finding meaning and purpose is the most powerful driving force in human life. Yeah. And that's his, that's his thought. And so, of course, he's walked through this in, an, in a situation where he's saying if you didn't see purpose and meaning, um, that you wouldn't have survived, right? So it ends up being the driving force of life. And then the, the big thought here, obviously, is that um, there is purpose in absolutely everything um, and meaning in everything in life, even in the hor- most horrible conditions or situations you could, be, you could face, mm-hmm. which is, which is, you know, I, I don't probably don't get much credence if I say that. So if yeah. I say, if I say, you know, there is purpose and meaning, even in these horrible things I've walked through in comparison, I ain't walked through nothing like that. Yeah. Right. But he's has the experience and that's what he's talking through. And so, um, it is listed as, um, the top 10 most influential books in, the, in American history. Um, wow. It is ridiculously good. And I got an it, audible credit available. Maybe. Need, <laughs> I mean, just it. phenomenal. I mean, yeah. phenomenal. So the first, the first part of the book really hooks you in because it's this just brutally honest narrative of his personal experience in the Holocaust. And then, and he's sharing stories of people. And then the second half is when he starts to talk through this idea of meaning and that man's search for meaning is the driving force behind um, everything and the primary motivator in our life. And, and of course he's tying all this back to God. Um, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that sounds, it's ridiculous. Like a great so that, that would be the most influential book in my life other than the Bible. And then this is going to be a quick episode, by the way, because mm-hmm. we're just going to throw some books out and then we're going to roll on. So, um, most of the time I'm talking to you for 35 minutes, 40 minutes, I don't know. We've had some 60 minute episodes, maybe <laughs> some couple. Um, this one will be quick. So, um, but then, so if I had to pick one, that's the one I'm pick. Um, I'm about to read it again because it just popped up when Valerie brought it home. Uh, and then there's been so many other ones in certain seasons of life that I couldn't leave this out. Right. So I had to, yeah. I had to be able to list them because in certain seasons of life, there's something else that speaks to you, you know, and I really do believe that the Holy spirit works in so many ways. And one of the ways is, obviously speaking to you through scripture and scripture should be primary, but God also speaks to us through creation and through nature and through other people's words and through 
books and podcasts. I mean, I, I pray to God that what we're doing here is is God actually speaking through us on this podcast to somebody else, right? Yeah, so he does this through books too. And so certain seasons, there have been other books that have been just, re, just very, very influential to me. And so I, I made a list of, I think I got like five more. Um, so another one is uh, by Henry Nowen. Uh, Henry Nowen was um, a theologian, a Harvard theologian, um, a professor of pastoral theology and all kinds of stuff at Harvard wow. Divinity School. Um, I mean, world-renowned thinker. One of the one of the best one of the best theological brains of our time. Um, and Henry Nowen wrote this teeny little book um, towards the end of his career called "In the Name of Jesus." And it's and I think that like the subtitle might be like reflections on Christian leadership or whatever. And so what ha- the way the book happens is 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 they went to him and said some people went to him and said is hey it's about to be the 21st century so we're going into um, and I think when he wrote it it was the mid 80s oh. and it's still like ridiculously powerful and going into the 2000 you know going into a new century can you give us some thoughts on what leadership will look like in a new century. And this book is phenomenal. It's short. It is a quick read. Anybody, and this dude's a brain. This dude is smart. But anybody can read this book, and mm. you will read it quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a short little book. And what what he does is he goes, I don't know how to answer that question. And so he said, I'm just going to talk about what God's doing in my life now and how that would be what we would need to know as leaders in the 21st century. And so so he shares the story of he he leaves his position at Harvard, you know, in this – I mean. This is a big deal. Yeah, he's a, a big a deal job. Deal. He's big in the church world. He's writing all kinds of books. That's like theology. prestige. I mean, it's insane. He leaves it um, because he feels this intense sense of burnout. He leaves it and goes and lives for a very long time in a community with mentally handicapped people. Oh, my gosh. And so all his reflections on what leadership needs to be in 21st century are coming from that context. And Mm. it is phenomenal. And it is short and it is succinct, but it is phenomenal. Man, I'll check Um, that one on too. I mean, it it is just, it's ridiculous. I have read that book five times in the last year. Um, Five times last year. And then going, when I was preparing for your question, um, I grabbed it. As a matter of fact, I... I think I bought, well, I was going to bring it in the room. I think I forgot, but, um, and I sat down just to look at something in it and I found myself 20 pages deep again, just <laughs> that quick. I mean, so phenomenal. So in certain seasons, that one has, so in this current season, that one has been huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a season several years ago where a book called the path of loneliness by Elizabeth, Elizabeth Elliot was huge. Cause my family and I, not just me, but and not just my wife. I'm talking about my, me, my me separately, my wife separately, us together, and then also our children. We're working. We're walking through a season of loneliness, um, and that book is profound as well. Elizabeth Elliot is the wife, the widow of um, her husband. Um, I'm trying to think of his first name. Anyway, last name Elliot, who was a missionary that was murdered in the jungles. Mm. Um, phenom- I mean, ridiculous story too. You'd have to read about that story, but uh, she just talks through loneliness, um, and it's 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 great. That'd be a great book. Um, it's great. Uh, another one is uh, Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Um, that book is the foremost authority, basically, in the world on setting boundaries with people mm-hmm. and personal boundaries. And what that looks like. 
which it, I'm, I'm telling you, this is what's phenomenal about this book. That book is the standard for um, boundary settings in the sociological, psychological wow. world, and it's written by Christians, and it's from a Christian perspective. It's Man. phenomenal. That's the other book when I was telling you a few minutes ago that I gave one away yeah. recently. Not the one that I wrote in my notes, but the ones that I keep new on the shelf all the time that I gave away, I just gave that book away. Wow. Um, anyway, phenomenal. And so that one has helped in seasons where you needed to know how to do boundaries. We've taken our staff through that. So prior to you coming on board, we took the whole staff through the book Boundaries. Um, I've given that book away more than I've given away any other book in the history of ministry other than the Bible. Man. Um so huge. That one's that one's in depth. It is thick. It takes a while. There's a lot to it. Um, but we've we've put a picture of that one on the podcast social media before. Um, and then here's two more. They both come from C.S. Lewis, and they are not the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe and the fantasy <laughs> oh, stuff. I, I can't get into <laughs> no, that. Just, I've never I can't, read this. I can't get into that. I've never read them either. Adam Cook never, ever <laughs> reads fiction. I, my stuff is nonfiction. You know, it's just I can't read fiction. I just can't yes. get into it. Like, I ain't a superhero guy. I don't read super – I don't watch superhero movies. Like, I'm just not into that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But the other two are by C.S. Lewis, and one of them is called The Problem with Pain. Um, and it's C.S. Lewis talking about how do we deal with the fact that there is – ridiculous pain in this world and how do we reconcile that with a good god it's phenomenal yeah that sounds um, good he even talks about how you know bef- before when he was an atheist how that issue of pain um and suffering in the world was that key thing that kept him from believing in god and then he walks through how that actually helps him believe in god mm-hmm. that the fact that there's suffering in the world like it, it's pretty phenomenal it's, it's ridiculous and it's c.s lewis it's phenomenal and then the yeah. other one this is the last one we'll wrap up the other one is by C.S. Lewis, and it's called The Screw Tape Letters. Yeah, I've heard this. I've, I've, I've actually got this on an Audible before. Yeah, the Screw Tape Letters is phenomenal because the Screw Tape Letters, I guess this one is kind of fantasy, but not really. So it's a, it, it's, I don't know what genre you'd put this one in, but he's writing from the perspective of like um, a, a demon writing to Satan or Satan writing to a demon or the demons writing to each other, like like one's in charge, one's not, right? And so mm-hmm. it's writing back, and it's ta- and it's like this, it's like this like inside view of how the enemy is working against mm. us, against humanity, and in the little details and the things to pay attention to and think the ways in which the enemy gets us off track and stuff like and it's so, so good. It's like these letters be writing back and forth to each other where it's like, Yeah, I got this one doing this and I got them distracted by doing this and like it's so good. It's it almost feels like it is a supernatural um peek into like the real workings of the enemy every single day. It's almost like God said here through C.S. Lewis, I'm going to show you how the enemy is working. Um, mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. And it's real intriguing. Like keeps your attention because it's, 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 it's in this letter format. So it's in this fiction type story type setting. That's really talking about a very serious thing in spiritual warfare and that kind of stuff. So there've been certain seasons, like there was a season um, six years ago, five, six years ago. And then up until the COVID time where I was really walking through what in the world does this whole spiritual warfare thing mean? You know, cause, cause there was a time in my life and I'll just be honest, right? I mean, that's what the podcast lets me do. Yeah. There was a time in my life where, I mean, I, I knew intellectually that spiritual warfare was real. 
Yeah. But I didn't really believe in it. Does that make any sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was walking through, no, no, this is real and I got to figure this out, you know? And so in that season, that book was extremely influential. Um, So anyway, there's, there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six, right? That would keep you busy for a while. Six, there you go. Um, (laughs) Especially if you picked all of them to read. Man. Man, there's there's some good stuff right there. But, yes. uh, yeah, those have been ridiculously influential. So thank you for taking it easy on me. Yeah, easy. And allowing me to have fun. Um, <laughs> next week's question is actually not very easy. It's actually hard. Yeah, I'm going to hit you um, good next week. Next week is a hard, hard. <laughs> I have no idea how to answer next week, so I'm going to have to do some work. Um, but thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of the podcast and for um, connecting with us on social media and for sharing this. Um, yes. you know, we appreciate it. There's always somebody out there that needs to hear something and you know that. And so just feel free to share. And, and I hope that's helpful for you. And Matt's going to hit us up with two more questions and then we'll wrap up the series and we'll yes. start on something new. And, um, yeah. So thank you. Thank you guys. I'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Y'all. Thank you for joining us on the messy walk podcast with pastor Adam cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.